0: The Sharks have their practically annual New Year's Eve disaster happen once again. This time in the Dallas Metroplex. We'll break down this game. We'll break down a little bit of the year that was for the San Jose Sharks in 2022. And we'll also break down uh, the Barracuda falling apart. Right now on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. It is New Year's Eve 2022. Thank you so much for joining us on this night, wherever you are around the world in Sharks territory. And if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans all over youtube on the page or the app of course we want to love for you to follow us on the social twitter instagram facebook soundcloud reddit discord tiktok and find everything at tealtownusa.com of course if you want to support the show hit us up on venmo at tealtownusa or a super chat donation also and we would love to hear from you tonight after this one uh joined by felix chow how are you my friend
1: You're muted, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Great way to start off the show, right? Uh, um, <laughs> um, no, but I'm doing a pretty good um, on this New Year's Eve. And, um, you know, uh, despite the results, obviously. Um, but, yeah, how are you? I am doing okay.
0: Uh, I'm coming to you from the bedroom with my girlfriends, be- mainly because uh, my Internet died. <laughs> at my house uh, So it's been a very interesting uh, Game To say the least Not the least of which If you are in the Bay Area uh, My goodness it, uh, It's it been pouring out So if you are out tonight Please uh, be safe out there It's just been uh, Ridiculous <laughs> Out here for tonight uh, So the Sharks Begin a three game road trip in uh, they begin in Dallas, uh, you know, which means of course Joe Pavelski. You have Arcadia native Jason Robertson uh, in in the lineup, and uh, you know things started out really nicely. Felix, I mean, you saw the engagement that this team had. I thought they they showed a little more umph to it, uh, and things got going early. You had Alexander Barabonov. Get on the scoreboard right away to make it one nothing with his, uh, I believe it's his sixth of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but a uh, nice, nice way to get things going and uh, so close to being offside.
1: Yeah, that was uh, a <laughs> um, boy. This would probably be a different game if that went offside. But um, <laughs> um the uh, um, bear. Let's see, bear the bear bear goal i can talk i swear Easy um for you to say. <laughs> yeah um yeah i thought honestly this was i liked obviously bear positioning and you know good that he uh stuck in behind the the dallas defense there and um this was one of those on closer look i feel like ottinger um might want to have back because it looked to me like it slipped through the five holes so which to me from what i've seen of ottinger he's usually been a pretty solid netminder for uh, the stars so um but hey, good for uh, good for the sharks to get on the board first
0: <laughs> yeah made it made it one nothing and then just a little bit after that he he draws a penalty uh on da- for Dallas unfortunately for the power play nothing happening tonight uh oh for four tonight on the power play really for for and, and I'm kind of surprised Felix the 14th best power play in the NHL the sharks are uh but they had their struggles tonight on the uh, on in their special teams,
1: yeah. But the thing is, I also and I also did uh, my homework on this too. The Stars' PK is also pretty darn good. They have, at last check, a fourth-ranked power play for a reason, or PK for a reason, um, power play too. Um, as I'm sure you'll bring up uh, a bit uh, later. But um, yeah, no, their their special teams is just rock solid. I mean with and we know their personnel, we know the what what they have. And so to me it's not a surprise from what I could observe. Um their PK is very aggressive and of course we saw that um on one of their uh, goals which we'll also get into later tonight, but it's you know, their aggressive PK essentially just just feeds into that confidence and yep. I think that's really why they've been so successful on special teams.
0: Yeah, uh Dallas has been phenomenal and, and you know, kudos to Peter DeBoer. and uh, you know, he he did he you know, he did bring Steve Spot in. So uh who knows what it is, but uh, Steve Spot uh, is doing magic on the power play and it showed uh at, at you know, about midway through the, the period, uh you know, Barabonov inadvertently high sticks Tyler Sagan. Uh, Sagan was checking to see if any of his teeth are going to pop out, it seemed like. But, uh, you know, and then later you would have uh, a hella dudes penalty, which, of course, was served by Kevin LeBanc. Uh, but it will come back to him with, with two of their best Dallas Stars players, Joe Pavelski, somehow, someway. It shouldn't surprise any Shark fan whatsoever gets the tip in to tie it up at 1-1
1: shocker, right? <laughs> yeah right. Like that literally that's all you can see like if like you said we know Joe Pavelski we I mean drafted by the Sharks, right? Like so I mean we know what he's capable of. We know his hand-eye coordination, we know his skill. It goes without saying that somehow some way this man is going to get on the board whether or not you like it.
0: <laughs> right? And and the thing is, is he's been struggling too. He's only ha- entering tonight he only had two goals in his last 21 games. Uh, which is un- very unpavelsky like for him, uh, but he gets a tip in there. Uh, of course, it's Robertson and Heiskanen on their power play to tie it up at 1-1. And then, of course, after the Hella Dudes penalty, you had Jason Robertson, the Arcadia, California native, Jason Robertson. Um, he gets a power play goal, this time Heiskanen and Pavelski on the assist. Uh, you know, still after after 20 minutes, Felix, I, I always it's like, you know, yes, they allow two power play goals, but I thought the Sharks were in it early, and and, and kept kept fighting.
1: Yeah, for sure, I and mean, I think, you know, there there's, there is like in a way there's resilience there. I think that the thing is though like, and you know, not to play devil's advocate or anything, but like the 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 Dallas Stars, man, like they um again like i said they have the personnel and, and they have the the weapons to score on you at will you know and they their defense is rock solid and again ottinger rock solid at netminder you know and so um you know i was hopeful that these sharks um would you know uh essentially uh, you know take the lead and all that but get you know get more into this game um, but it's like it's it's a cautious optimism, if you will.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, uh, being down two one to one of the best teams in the West, at least, uh, you would think. Uh, you know, you take that and uh, have some confidence in it, uh, and and it eventually showed about midway through the period. You know, Oscar Lindblom with a with a nice backhanded shot. Uh, nice little chemistry going on with Benino there. Uh, it, it ended up being like Sturm and Vlasic with the assist, uh, you know, tie this game up at 2-2. Nice to see Lindblom get going. I think it was like his third goal in 10 games. Uh, you know, so slowly getting on there. And I know HockeyJerk mentioned it on his Twitter, his, you know, for Lindblom, his first high value goal of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is what happens when you go to the net, right? You know, like you you cash in on those rebounds, you you get to the net, you uh you know, get to the dirty areas and then you uh put one in. So nice nice to see Lynn Blum put one in.
0: Yeah. And that 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 fourth line with Sturm and Gadjevich really had some nice looks tonight. I thought they looked uh promising had some chances uh Gajewicz, I think I think he was at that had one off the crossbar uh earlier
1: probably it, 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 that, that, that sounded about right
0: all right yeah and it just seems like sharks were getting were doing the right things uh just haven't weren't getting that luck getting that tying goal in there and then unfortunately uh not even like two minutes later Frederick Olafson, Gets a nice feed from Pavelski to set up his first NHL goal, and and has some, you know, you, you're you're in the Fremont area, and he played right nearby uh, a while back.
1: Stay with me, everyone. Of course, he does score his first NHL <laughs> goal against the Sharks. <laughs> it's so
0: true. Unfortunately, yeah. So uh, so Olofsson was a former. Santa Clara Valley Blackhawk they play out of Shark Sice and Fremont uh so he gets his first goal of his career that's eventually going to be ending up your being your game winner which you know uh Felix that sucks <laughs> oh man
1: yeah I mean look good good on him for uh representing uh Fremont, Fremont my area but uh again like um and again I'm happy for him that he got his percentage of goal. that's going to be one he's going to remember um obviously you know as the cliche goes and I'm sure that's also true anyways uh but yeah just uh um yeah tonight has been uh I mean honestly personally well well like uh, well, we'll, we'll just. I'll, I'll just say this I kind of expected this kind of result <laughs> um yeah so
0: No, and, uh, the Sharks would get a power play with about a little over five minutes to go in the third period. Unfortunately, Rupe Hintz makes them pay shorthanded, uh, with the, uh, his 19th shorthanded. That made it 4-2. Esa would add an empty netter to make it 5-2. Uh, so, and you kind of mentioned it already, Felix, um, You kinda expected this to turn out the way it did, but um Uh still it's still a frustrating one to say the least, just because you the Sharks were in it early.
1: Yeah, I I mean look, I I guess for the season that they're having, um, you kinda hope for the for more positives. You kind of hope that the sharks would have more th- more things go their way but in this league you gotta earn your way you know to wins you gotta earn your way to uh, you know good nights and also you gotta have the skill and like you know while we have well these sharks have their air Carlson's since team of myers who by the way um i believe the brock has said that myers been quiet tonight um you have your tomas turtles, Guess what? The other team has just as skilled players, if not better players. So, I mean, you know, it's a tough night in the National Hockey weekend, you know, there's there's no easy nights at all.
0: Yeah, uh, Dallas did a good job shutting down Hurdle. He only had one shot on goal, uh, while Timo, and I'm looking at the stats here, Timo had five shots on goal, but I, I nothing, I, I don't think, were too... Scary for Ottinger in there. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, you know, LeBanc had no shots on goal, five hits in his time. So, you know, he didn't get a whole lot. But for Eric Carlson, he did get an assist on the Barabanov goal. Um, he ties a franchise record for uh, for the con- most consecutive games scoring a point you know an individual point streak to 12 he ties rob goodrow of of the year that they w- were 11 71 and 2 and my goodness uh so stick taps to carlson on that one
1: i mean for look for all the crap that um this podcast has given eric carlson namely you know i know uh AJ's talked uh had some had his uh Thoughts we'll say about Eric Carlson. Uh, The dude can play very, very good offensive uh, hockey. And, like, the dude can, like, you know, set up uh, plays that you wouldn't think are there. He's got great vision. So it's – and his skating ability is still very, very good. So it's no surprise. But but also at the same time, wow. Like, it's (laughs) – you know, I've seen – Eric Carlson actually uh, played, like, in person. I think it was uh, a a game against Vancouver close to my birthday um, this past November. Did somebody say uh,
0: Vancouver?
1: (laughs) But um, I saw the pass that he made, I believe, too. That was Luke uh, for for one of the goals. And, wow, that was a great pass in person. So, I mean... It's not surprising, but at the same time, there's merit to how good he is as an offensive D-man.
0: Yeah, if he gets moved, you know, I hope the Sharks get a boatload of assets. At the same time, if he can wait for some of these kids to come up, man, I can only imagine what what he could do with the likes of Bortolo, Eklund, maybe Connor Bedard, at the rate that the Sharks are going. So uh, Jerry F in the super chat. Thank you so much. Of course, super chats always go help support paying the pills on the show uh, and the website. So uh, Jerry F saying happy new year. Thanks. Puck guy and Felix and best wishes to you and all the Sharks family here for a great
1: 2023. Right. Absolutely. I, I always appreciate Appreciate it. Jerry and uh, of course, everyone who uh, throws in a super chat, we of course appreciate you as always. Yes, indeed. So
0: it is, New Year's Eve, uh, you know, I of course, I think a lot of people will be celebrating tonight unless you have to work at 4 a.m., of course, uh, but Felix, we were kind of going through this before we jumped on the air, <sighs> at this time last year, the Sharks were 17-14-1, uh, they were kind of still battling for a playoff spot, if they weren't in a playoff spot at that time, and then the calendar year turned. Uh, This has to have been one of the most frustrating uh, calendar years the Sharks have had in quite some time. They finish 2022 with a combined total of 26 wins, 43 losses, and 19 overtime losses. Um, You know, 52, 71 points, essentially, uh, in the calendar year going back to January. You know, and of course... It doesn't help. That's when everything went for a turn. We had that disgusting Detroit game there. Uh, you know, I, I got to head up to uh, Seattle for the last game of the year, and unfortunately, um, that was when the Kraken got their first home shutout in franchise history. Um, you know, it was just a uh, tough year all around. A tough year with change. Uh, you know, what will 2022 remind you, uh, or, or what, what take, what takeaways do you have for 2022, uh, a, a year of change in the
1: Sharks organization? My change, um, I think my change on honestly will be, and I don't know if this will sound much of a change, but they. We're just gonna have to keep riding the paint train. <laughs> that's, that's all I can. There do you go. Right yeah, <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, like we're this is look the, we know like where where the sharks stand. We know where what state this team is in, right? Like and like you said, it's been a tough calendar year, and guess what? It's gonna get tougher. Like this is, and you know, this this is this is a time when like we we're kind of. Looking more at our prospects, close more closely, you know, and the future of this franchise, quite frankly, a lot more closely. And of course, I know there are, you know, fans fans out there who are gonna mention a lot of Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, all those prospect names. And Bedard, of course, having himself a uh, heck of a world junior's, not surprisingly. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, but um, yeah. No, this is gonna be. Um, it, there's gonna be a lot of pain to come, and I, I think you know, most of us are have long been ready for it. But I also hope that there is also gonna be improvements. I hope that there is going to be actual like, um, what's what what what's the word I'm looking for? Like, es- essentially like more of a, uh, more of a. Uh, a fierceness like more of a killer instinct in, in 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 this team so to speak um and um i think and i think come to think of it now um and i think nico sturm and i believe tomas also mentioned this in separate interviews um there were times that they looked scared essentially scared on the ice mm-hmm. um and there were times where they played essentially not to lose instead of like stepping on the gas pedal like they should be and, uh, you know, trying to get as many goals as they can and or at the very least outworking the opposition. Right. You know. So I think if we get more of that, more of that fierceness, more of that um, competition, that competitiveness out of the Sharks, that's a win, right? And I think Ian's also mentioned it before where like essentially if we get good good, hard-working Sharks hockey, a good competitive game, a good competitive team, that's going to be a win moving forward.
0: Yeah. I uh, I think kind of what Ian said over the, the score, you know, course of the season so far, if if we're entertained, that's probably the best bet we can, we can have right now. If we can be entertained by how the Sharks play going forward. The last two games, probably not... Oh, oh probably not a lot to be entertained over at the at this time you know that disgusting game in philly then then this one tonight it's it's tough you know you're 11 20 and 7 on the campaign 29 points and as and as painful as that is that's not even the worst record in the league <laughs> which is which is frustrating you know
1: yeah i'm pretty sure buffalo some someone who is a buffalo sabres fan watching right now is saying hold my beer
0: yeah uh, they're saying hold my beer or or you know chicago's be like well we're we're the we're the darlings of uh, of the nhl you know somehow some way we're going to find a way to win the draft lottery you know and you can say that however you know there are still the desert dogs they're you know I mean let's be honest too the the the, the team that the Sharks lost to Phillies in in the dump too you know Columbus is in there at 24 Anaheim you know who you've beaten you know is at 24 Chicago's at 20 which by the way this is a Sharks next opponent on Sunday um you know, which by the way will be a pucknologist takeover um you know and it's and it's crazy ian in the chat if i didn't have the world juniors right now i'd probably cry a lot yeah i mean and and we probably will be crying uh if we don't get if the sharks don't get bedard because bedard's put up some crazy insane numbers at the world juniors was it four games six goals 12 assists I'm, yeah, including it's a hat trick,
1: crazy like that, right? It's something really, really, crazy like that. And the dudes, Bedard is doing this at seventeen years old. Let's 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 not forget. Like this kid is just bananas right now. Just
0: insane. It's just insane how how uh, that kid is. <laughs> I mean is is ridiculous what this kid's putting up uh you know and, and you can only hope that he's a generational talent in most importantly wearing teal next year <laughs> so we'll,
1: we'll see i mean and well i mean not to like crap on every on the uh tank parade but the sharks will have to do basically they would have to uh, do really 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 bad uh for us to uh get uh or even have sniff a chance to uh Get bedard. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, it it'll be interesting. So that'll that'll be silly. Uh, that be crazy. Uh, the the numbers are silly. Not Forsberg silly, but effing silly. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's been crazy. One thing that Ian did mention earlier is Happy New Year's, biatches. Someone tell the Barracuda that there is no draft in the AHL. Well, they're playing like it. So let's recap it really quick, shall we? Ooh, Barracuda! So your San Jose Barracuda played back-to-backs with the Coachella Valley Firebirds this weekend. Um, Last night wasn't fun. They got shut out. Today, well, wasn't great either. Uh, the Barracuda lose 4-1 to one to the Firebirds. Uh, your, your bright point of the game, uh, a beautiful tic-tac goal set up with all five players on the ice for the Barracuda, setting up Thomas Bordolo with his 15th goal of the season. Uh, you know, and kind of funny enough, Felix, 26 saves on 30 shots for Etu Makiniemi. Um, but uh, a, a tough one all around. For the Cuda, which, by the way, finally debut their steel gray jerseys. Oh my goodness, it's a, those are beauties. Yeah,
1: um, Barracuda. I'd like uh, to uh, cheer. We'd like to cheer about um, about more things than just a tic tac toe goal. Thank you, thank you very much. But um and, and the jerseys are pretty nice. Um, I will say the gray jerseys um and this might be zack but they're not they, they're not my favorite but i would say i i don't know there's something about the uh i and i did uh see uh the other uh, barracuda jerseys i and this might be a, a uh an unpopular opinion but i kind of do like the uh the the uh slanted letters for the cuda um so um, I mean that might just be me, but I mean that does kind of look cool. But I mean I'm not against the the, the logo, the crest on the uh, the the logo on the crest either. So um... uh, see to to me,
0: I, I mean the CUDA is fine. I think that's kind of for an alternate. I, I just want to see the the CUDA fish on there, and, and that's probably the main reason why I like that that gray one more mm-hmm. than anything. Right, so, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So but the CUDA getting back to the on their play. Uh, it's been a struggle. I mean, the struggle bus is real, folks. I mean, we, we saw that Merkley was benched, you know, last weekend over his play. Uh, overall, it's an eight-game losing streak for the San Jose Barracuda. For a team, I think many were hoping to just dominate the AHL. And, and granted, e- uh, Eklund and you know, and Bortolo have been doing their thing lately. You know, uh, uh, Daniel Gushin got an assist along with Eklund today. I, I think there were lofty goals for the Barracuda, and that might have been put up a little
1: premature. So I guess here's a question I have. Like, let's say the Sharks needed to call up someone like tonight or tomorrow night is there anyone like who's even worth calling up right now like... I
0: mean, it depends on the role uh i think the sharks have pretty made, have made it pretty clear they're not calling up the kids this year they're sticking and staying i think once, once, yeah know, cj cease has been put up you know scott reedy seen time last year uh you have i mean, you've seen the the up and down with the defense And the def- the defense for the CUDA has been hurting bad, especially since the Sharks have had issues. Uh, not the least of which we didn't mention it when we were recapping the game. Redeem Shimmick, uh, you know, didn't play after the 11-minute mark of the first period. So who knows what's going to happen there. Most likely, Scott Harrington will get the call uh, to, uh, on a Sunday against Chicago. And who knows if there's a corresponding move to that afterwards so we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes uh indeed um and and ian mentioning uh, you know the schedule does not get easier either they got henderson who is starting to come up you know with the silver knights ontario's been on a roll coachella valley uh, uh, twice again on a roll again so it's not going to get easy you know uh eklund still has uh, a slide, so he, he likely doesn't come off. You know anyone else who knows? According to Ian, uh, Ian. By the way, we should mention phenomenal job uh, covering the Cuda on our Teal Town Twitter. If so, make sure you follow us on Teal Town USA on the Twitter machine uh, for for breakdowns and recaps of everything that's happening live during uh, the game. So. Again, the CUDA lose 4-1 to Coachella Valley. They will play, I believe it's on the fourth against Henderson. So be on the lookout for that. Um, as for us, uh, it is a technologist takeover of After Dark on Sunday as the Sharks will now get on a plane and head to Chicago. They'll celebrate the new year looking down, as as Randy Hahn was saying, Looking down to fireworks, as uh, the team will get to Chicago, attempt to get some rest and then get ready to take on the worst team in the NHL, the Chicago Blackhawks. So, um, it's one of those ones where, at, at this rate, if you're on Team Tank, you're hoping for the heck of, God, please lose to this team. Um, I mean, Felix, I don't know, I don't know what else yeah. to say with this one coming
1: up. I think, yeah, I, I mean, hope for the best, cross your fingers. <laughs> um, but I, I think, and I'm going to bring up something that Ian, I believe, also has mentioned before. Um, the, the team, let's make this one thing clear, their players themselves do not think management does. And so, um, you know, while we, you know, there are people um, watching this podcast on uh, Team Tank, but um again, nothing is guaranteed. We don't know if we are going to have the best chance of getting Bedard. We might. We might in the end. We might not. Who knows? And yes, it, I I do agree. Um, I'm hearing what Ian is also saying like earlier that it's still a lottery. Which yes, um, it is still a lottery. So, um, but at the same time, you do have to like, sort of, you know, be within that mix to. Uh, uh um. Uh, to be in the running for, you know, guys like Bedard, Fancilly, et cetera. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll just see um, what happens against Chicago. Yeah. Indeed.
0: Indeed. Oh, boy. So, on that uplifting note (laughs) – in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on TealTownUSA.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. And of course, if you're on the YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That'll notify you when we go on here. And if you're watching us on the replay, put your comment down below as to what what next for the CUDA what next for the Sharks? <laughs> uh, your result, Joe Frickin Pavelski does it again on a yep. three-point night. Eric Carlson is even wearing teal by the time 2023 comes to a close. Who knows? Leave your comments down below there. So, Felix, my friend, thank you so much. Uh, your uh, Your hockey New Year's resolutions... And where the people can find you?
1: Um, just improve, get better as a team. Um, stop playing to uh, not lose and actually play to win. Um, you know, put together a good, uh, solid team identity that you can that, that you feel confident in uh, moving forward. Um, and uh, yeah, like, and honestly, you know. Off the hockey note, um, I do want to wish everyone a happy New Year's um, tonight. Please stay safe um, wherever you are um, and uh, enjoy, uh, you know, whatever it is you're doing. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a everything. It's gonna be another long year, but uh, hey, this is a we, we're 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 still watching and uh, we're uh, we're on the train. <laughs> Definitely not the
0: Chichu train from fifteen years ago. That's for sure. <laughs> Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, I am Puck Guy fourteen on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, again, the Sharks and the Blackhawks play Sunday. That's at four o'clock, and it will be a puckologist takeover roughly around six thirty. So mm-hmm. uh, AJ and Jerk will recap the game and the week that was in Sharks hockey. You want for to? For sure. Something? And
1: sorry, one thing, one more thing. Um, uh, I, I was also going to say this. Um, for those of you watching, and for those of you who are going to be watching the replay, thank y'all for sticking with us. Thank y'all for, um, you know, watching us every year. We appreciate the views. We appreciate all the likes, subscribes, all the comments, and just we really appreciate the support. And like you know, we, as we've all of us have said before, this is a this is a, pan, a passion project. This is something that we love to do. And so for, you know, to see the support that um, we have, you know, every year, it's very, very heartwarming. And, uh, uh, yeah, just keep it up. And, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your support.
0: incredibly appreciate it. You know, kind of going off of what Felix just said, uh, we just hit 2,900 subscribers. Please tell your friends, let's get to 3,000 before this season ends uh we know it's been a tough go around the last few years it's been pain we're not through the, we're not through the worst part of the pain yet folks it's going to be rough it's going to be <laughs> frustrating it's going to be angry um you know not going to lie there are many times after this season where <laughs> i i'm so frustrated with this team and and where it's headed um you know, and, and this show kind of just brings it brings it calm down a little bit. So uh, we hope that we uh, were a support group with everybody here. Uh, it, it's tough. Uh, it's been a tough year, but we're sticking through it. So uh, we appreciate you sticking with us as well. So for Felix, for myself, and for everyone at Teal Town USA, have a great New Year's. Be safe out there. Uh, especially if you're in the Bay Area. There are floods, flooded roads all over the place, so please be safe. But we'll be back with you Sunday following Sharks and Blackhawks for a technologist takeover of After Dark. So be on the lookout for then. And then later in the week, it's Anaheim. So join us after each and every game. So the simple way to do it, just hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell to let you know when we go on the air. So we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for watching. Have a great New Year's. And until then, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. Happy New Year, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow night for Pucknologists.